It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello, Laura. Sorry, I was just swallowing a bit of my iced coffee. It's fine. You're not eating, so I'll. I'll no, let you I off. just finished my pan of chocolate. Pan of chocolate. Pan of chocolate. You love a little pan of chocolate. I haven't mm. had one for a mm. while. Mm. Sorry, that was the last sip. It's very promise. gulpy. It was very gulpy. <laughs> well, I thought, well, if I'm going to do it, I've got to go whole hog. So I went yeah. a full mouthful. Sounded like a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about the seagulls? I tell you what, considering I know we live near the coast, but we're not right on the fucking beach. Those cunts, they sometimes nest in the houses over the back. Yeah, they're savage. They're noisy pricks. I don't know, yeah. understand how, I don't understand how you lived in Brighton. I don't know. Yeah, they it. were like full on attack mode all the it's time. It's not even that, they're just so noisy yeah. all the time. <laughs> I quite like it. I think you get used to it. It's like anything, it's just... Even if it's traumatic, it becomes normal when you're exposed to it enough, doesn't it? That sounds like my I've life. I've got seagull trauma. <laughs> PTSD. Anyway, darling. Anyway, darling. How are you? Oh, God, that's not a question I need to be asked right now, is it? No. Oh, Lord. That's how we always start it. I so know, it is how I, we I'll give you an answer. It. Laura, I'm all the better for seeing you. Oh, there you go. Yes, thank you. I am all the better for seeing you. I, you I can tell you what I've been up to because I did have a spa day on Saturday. Wonderful. Who yes, was? Not me, is. by the way. Not you. Not you. Not you. Um, Who are the best friends? Whatever. <laughs> my two uh, oldest best friends. Best friends. Best um, friends. Leanne and Hannah. And uh, we. I want to meet them, obviously, because I want. I'm and so in love with everything about you that I want to be friends with them. They're so lovely. What's funny about them is that they're really like quite opposite. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but they get on like a bloody house on fire, but they're quite Sometimes chalk and cheese different. is a wonderful uh, accompaniment, isn't yeah. it? So Leanne is, um, bar you, the funniest woman that I've ever met. Look at Laura's face, she's furious about this. She doesn't know how to process it. <laughs> Why don't you do a podcast with her then, eh? <laughs> oh, my God. She's like you, though, where there's the shit she comes out with. It's so naturally funny. It's just like, how are you so naturally funny? I just love this. Sorry, I'm still trying to remove the dagger from my heart here. <laughs> <laughs> so she provided the entertainment for the day. Um, and then Hannah is just, just the most I, like soft, kind. Oh, that does sound like a beautiful combination. Little soul. And um, I've been friends with her since I was 16, so... That's a lovely combo. You yeah. need you need that. You need the humour and you need the comfort. I think so that's a wonderful. Lovely. It was a lovely little day. I and mean, we just went to a hotel in Kent and uh, had a massage. Oh, oh, oh. mate. I love Where a massage. Did, what, what was massaged? Everything. It was a full body for an Lips, hour. Bump hole? I wish, mate. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, in. though. Two things about having a massage. I absolutely love it. But mm. one, I... I'm so terrified that I'm going to fart for oh, the entire all, thing. As always, you lay on that bed and yeah. the gas will just appear and they That's go relax it. and you're like, mate, I can't because otherwise it's all no. going to come out. Well, I'd already been farting continuously through the spa day at every oh, given right. opportunity. When there was, as soon as a room was emptied, I was like... Rrr. I've never... The only other person I've met that's like that is Steve. <laughs> you have so you and Steve are on... You've got the, another the, level. The ginger gene and the bowel of a fucking <laughs> walrus. Walrus. <laughs> um, so that was that was yeah, that was challenging. Let's put it that way. I had to focus really hard. And then you it counteracts the relaxation part of the massage, just yeah, of course it does. constantly clenching your bum hole. Yeah, you're thinking of the colon. That's it. And then the other thing, right? You know the massage beds that where you put your your face in the yes. hole. I, they are so uncomfortable. Don't you Mate, think they so? hurt your jaw. They hurt, they and then they hurt, hurt your nose. Everything. I know. I, what, I, what I was thinking in my head that was making me laugh was that it, that is like an anus and I was the hemorrhoid. That's what yes. it was. And the blood was pooling to my face yeah. and it was just slowly swelling and protruding out of the ring. What you needed was some anusol. Human hemorrhoids. That's what I felt. Human hemorrhoids who had very bad flatulence. Yeah. It wasn't a good combination. I think that's actually a perfect description. I have to move my face around loads. Yeah, I used I to was. think to myself, 
I used to have, I would lay there in complete yeah, discomfort and not dare move because yeah. I think, yeah, I'm going to upset them. And now yeah. I think, no, Laura, this is your body. You're allowed to do that. I know. You're, you That's, are in control. There's so many things like that, though, where, or if you're uncomfortable, or if it's too hot, or it's too cold, something like that, I would just never have said anything. But now Same. in my head, I'm like, don't say anything. Be small. Don't upset them. But then the, my other voice is like, don't be fucking ridiculous. Say it. Just say it. See, now so what happens the other way around for me is I say it and then the other voice inwardly says, you why shouldn't you have said that? that. Or <laughs> why did you say it like that? Rather yeah. like, fucking hell, it's not on here, isn't it? You yeah. know, and it'll be like during a school performance. Oh, speaking of school performances, I had the absolute <laughs> honour and pleasure of going to my son's ukulele concert. Oh. He didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he was he doesn't get his thespian flair from me. I mean, he does because of the fucking attitude coming out of the boy. Yeah. Um, he loves stuff like that until everybody else is in the room. Yeah, but same as my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Absolute so, show off at home. Oh my God. You would not yeah, believe it. At school. But that was yes. me. Yeah. Both of my children, which was yeah. me as well. I, I don't know if I ever told you this. When I was in year, I must have been year three maybe year two in fact and there was a school performance where I had to wear a mask and an outfit now I forgot the outfit and I had taken my mask home and I forgot to bring it in yeah so out of the 32 children in this whole performance where by the way everyone's parents came including my mum and my nan um I was the only person in vests pants and no mask did they send you out there wearing just your vest and your knickers to a whole yeah. audience yeah i would never have recovered from that mate well clearly i haven't i can still recall it <laughs> and yet and yet hilariously i was waving at my mum and nan almost like thinking maybe they don't know it's me it's like yes laura definitely <laughs> you don't even have a fucking mask on your dickhead everybody else has i'm like hey guys it's me i'm over here don't look at those cancers <laughs> i was the only one I what hated, kind of sick mate, I hated fucking TV cunt of a school would do yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's surely not allowed. Well, it was Some the 80s. Of, yeah. Everything yeah, there went. Everything was no went rules. back then. There was no, no rules. Absolutely no rules. Now, can you imagine? Yeah. No, there'd be that would be all over social media. A mum would complain. It would go to the press, you know. To be fair, it was my mum's fucking fault. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. But don't, don't let's not put mum shame, all right, for forgetting things, because that is me. All the time, I forget everything. Yeah, but would you have allowed your child to go out and vest and pants? No, amongst the sea of children in their full outfit because probably your mother not. just didn't remember to fucking bring it in. Everybody else at like <laughs> the bring a toy into school. What did I bring in? A fucking Lily Put Lane. What's that? Exactly, an ornament from my mum's collection, and it had a cat on a bench. <laughs> an ornament. Other people, they were bringing in fucking snakes and ladders. You know me. Lily a fucking Lily Put Lane ornament. That sums up my childhood. <laughs> it was so fucking disturbingly weird. Oh uh, dear. Sorry, I just went down Trauma Lane there, didn't that's I? That's all right. I like a bit of I trauma trotted lane. down Trauma Lane. I was there with you. Um, how were you? Well, <laughs> splendid. There's a lot of masking going on today, isn't there? I fear. With this, this, there's just a lot of stuff going on. There is a lot of stuff Off going pod. on. Just personal life stuff. And here we are, being my voice actually cracked there. We were both crying before we hit record. It was neither here nor there. And then I cried because you were crying, and I don't like seeing you crying. Oh, what? It's been a lot. FYI, she didn't cry when I was crying. I think I don't have any tears left. No, I've definitely got loads of tears. You've got a fucking dick load of tears. The bank gets drained and then yeah. they just fill up. Resurface. Oh, absolutely. Doing that right now. It's really yeah. it's resurfacing. So Do you know what I really particularly love is when you wake up in the morning and as soon as you open your eyes, you go, I want to cry. That's yeah. really special. I think that's probably my favourite favorite thing I'm at actually. This week for sure. Yeah. yeah nice. It's so exhausting, isn't it? Just being sad. Being a human being. Yeah, and having to go through life shit. It's like being a fucking adult. It is. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. I know, but you know, I, this podcast is a savior. It is a savior, and because it allows space. me to completely disassociate from whatever yeah. it might be that's going on in my life. <laughs> it's just such a welcome bloody distraction, and as Isn't soon as it? you start chatting, it is a distraction. So God bless NHB. 
and oh, HB. Um, can we share as well that we have updated the the logo finally? Ooh, the artwork. Woo-hoo-hoo. I actually oh, had someone message face. me the other day going, "Yay! It's oh, you!" There you go. It only took me two years to wait up. It's all right. It's fine. Better late than never. I can honestly say the biggest challenge was trying to recreate the face that I had done in that picture, and I was. I think you've achieved it. I don't know. Yeah. Some of the pictures I sent over to you, I just had gigantic tits in it, didn't I? Oh my I? God, your tits, it's so massive, yeah. Was, oh, they were disgustingly horrible. They look like Miss Trunchbulls. They were not disgustingly horrible. They look, they look too big. They, they look, look like, the, you know, that dinner lady that like comes to school and doesn't wear a bra. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what they look like. It's because of the framing. It was, a bad it was like angle. cut from right under your tits, basically. So it's just Why? Because it's I asked it. Steve to take the picture. And that there boy's That's all he was fucking incapable. On. Yeah. Absolutely oh, this idiot. morning Rob was like, I came into the bedroom and the bedroom door was shut. So I came upstairs and I was like, why is the bedroom door shut? What is he doing? Is he shaving his fucking anal rat or what? Um, and then I came in and he was he was just getting ready and then he was like, oh, I was going to take, I was trying to take you a nice photo and send it to you. I was like, ah, oh, anyway, but then I just look really old and knackered and I oh, thought, oh, my God, he breaks my heart. Oh, that's and also, so I was like, that's so sweet. But um, FYI, my dad is like literally dying, and a picture <laughs> of your moves is not really on the agenda right now. <laughs> nice thought, possibly but badly bad timed. timing. <laughs> and this is why men still have so much. <laughs> Do you really think I want your dick when I am facing death? Um, yeah. No, I mean obviously I am um, a major committed grief wanker, aren't I? Yeah. So I know, but grief wank is very different to penis pump. Isn't it is, it? isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's very different. I, I would just cry. I think. Yeah, um, you know, so I'm not... that's that's not that's not a good look, is it? <laughs> it's fine. We've all cried during sex, but fuck knows yeah. I have enough times. Jesus Christ, the amount of times that Steve and I have finished having sex and I've been like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I That's think bad. you enjoyed it. I hate that. But also, awful. You sending me that, you, Laura sent me a text. Oh, God, don't. No, that was so badly tried. Can we please, can we please just reference this a little bit, okay? Absolutely. So we're about this, to go on to episode, that anyway. yeah. we, I had the absolute pleasure of speaking to Melissa, who is teaching men how to occupy their cock. Uh, and... I have called her the sexual architect because I feel like what she is doing in in her pursuit to free people of maybe sexual stigmas or uh, like just freeing themselves of all of the things around shame and that to do with sex, is she's building you from the ground up. Now, I found the chat really, really enlightening and really, really helpful. Initially... When I got off the call, Steve came downstairs because Vic unfortunately couldn't be there for personal reasons, could you, Vic? So it was just me interviewing her. Steve came downstairs and I was explaining everything to him. And I don't want to ruin this because obviously you're going to listen to it in a minute. And I said, this, 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 and this. He looked at me blankly. He farted. He then turned turned to the TV and went, I haven't got a fucking clue what you're talking about. I then stood up in a major fucking huff, went upstairs, and I didn't speak to him for the rest of the evening because I was so angry with him. But since that evening, we have had a very in-depth conversation about some of the things that came up during this interview that I think are really helpful. And then I thought it was appropriate to let Vic know that yesterday. Now, while Vic might not want to go into too much detail, let's put it this way, Vic. It was not the fucking time. Vic is going through something like losing her dad. And (laughs) I messaged her about the sexual uh, gratification of passionately kissing my husband. I really think you and Rob should try this out. And then I was like, "Um, so this is the latest update on my dad. (laughs) Which is really grim and shit. And I was like, oh, oh God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I did not know. I do know now. So uh, carry on grief wanking. Absolutely don't don't go for what I suggested. No, no. It's, you know, maybe in a bit. (laughs) 
not right, not right now, not right but now. Vic, allow me to just ask you a question of something. It, I'm going to kind of frame an idea to you and Go see on. how you feel about it. So you know how you're coming down to visit me in August? Yes. Yeah. Imagine we're sat in the back garden and I've handed you a lovely um, cooler of a mint drink. Ooh, hello. Homegrown mint. Yes. And as you tenderly put your juicy lips around that cup and take your first sip as I utter the words, my menstrual blood fed that plant. How oh. would you feel? Oh, God. How would you feel? Um, I would probably leave. Mm. Potentially. Because that's one thing that Melissa has done to her garden is she has... Uh, fed her garden with her menstrual blood. She stopped bleeding a year ago, so she's obviously gone through the menopause. But she said, or rejuvenation, she called it. Uh, she said that that's that's what she fed her garden. And I was like, mate, if I ever come around your house, don't give me any tomatoes from your back garden. No, I, I mean, yeah, God bless her, but seriously, look like lovely mint though. I said to her, I was like, even your, even whatever you're drinking looks beautiful. And she was like, oh, you'll love this. It's the mint from my garden that I fed with my menstrual blood. And I was like, I'm good. I'm out. Imagine if I just did that. I've got some new planters. If Rob came out in the garden one night and I'm just squatting over the planters. I'd like to think that you don't do that. I, I might. You never How do you know. collect it? Moon cup. Oh, God, that's a Perfect. lot of work. Perfect. Little but then what do you put it in? That. To you just go it. outside and you chuck it on the plant, oh. I imagine. So for some unknown reason, I was thinking you'd mix it with water. Potentially, yeah. It's like... <laughs> I should have asked more questions. <laughs> it's like biofeed, isn't that? You know, like plant feed. Yeah, why I not? I wonder what it is about. It must be... Is there stuff in there? I mean, it's blood. So there'll be lots of, yeah, like iron and See, nutrients I think and shit like that. I bet you any, gar- I bet you any garden... I bet you any money your garden would be absolutely blooming. To be fair, you know what, Vic? I'm going to tell you something amazing. My garden is blooming at the moment. Do you want to know why? Because I just water it. Yeah. So I think that's sufficient. That, that is sufficient. She lives <laughs> in Mexico, though, and I imagine it's it quite a dry quite hot place. There, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe dry, just the so. cactuses, cacti, love a bit cacti of... Cacti need a bit of blood. Minge blood, you know. Yeah. Who knows? Who cacti knows? vampire, maybe. And on that note, shall we listen to this Beautiful lady in question. Let's have a listen. I I have the absolute pleasure of this incredible specimen of a woman. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right thing. From the moment she entered onto this Zoom call, I have been captivated. So mm. uh, Melissa is joining us all the way from fucking Mexico. I mean, <laughs> shitting death. How exciting is that? So I'm going to start off because I'm not saying a fucking word. I'm going to give you the full table here to be able to tell us exactly what it is you do. What do you do, Melissa? Oh, I am your absolute pleasure advocate. My goodness. I support women to be turned the fuck on (laughs) no matter what age and no matter what their relationship status is. And I support men to become more trustworthy, to make more money, to be more powerful and find freedom in having ejaculation choice because we are on this we are born in bodies and experiences that are governed by pleasure everything else is a control mechanism <laughs> so basically she is the cock master that's what that's i'm what, a cockologist is that an actual fucking thing can i oh my god i hope my son my son actually came up with this word while he was cooking. We were in Costa Rica. I was about to talk. I was about, I was given three, um, three workshops on three different stages in Envision Festival fucking eons ago. I applied to actually um, speak to men and they told me it was inappropriate that a woman speak to men about their sexuality. And I'm like, did anyone tell Osho that? I wonder. So yeah. So then I, I was. Then I quickly emailed them back, and I've got had so much material that they're then okay. They gave me three things, three um, workshops to women. Which, by the way, within the first one, men snuck in. By the third workshop, there is five rows deep outside of the red tent with all of these men going. We need to hear this. Like this going, is not just. Hang on a minute. Work. Is that where the clip is? <laughs> so, much more. so my son said the thing is because I was like walking around just like you know excited and ranting and all of this stuff and 
he's cooking eggs and he's like you know what you are mom and I'm like oh my god here we go because he was in that stage where he hated what I worked and all of that stuff and he goes you're a cockologist that is such a proud moment oh, as a mother that was my mom it's like he was 12 I'm like you we're done that's fucking we're incredible done. <laughs> yeah my work is done here yeah, my work is done. I get to hang up my coat as a mother and just know that I've done the best that's <laughs> fucking incredible so that's his famosity amongst all of my friends and stuff um you're a cockologist if only there was a university degree for that you know and Matt can you imagine I do I do live cock worship workshops stop 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 read what you you do a a cock worship what happens does someone come lay down you get them erect it needs to be a man it needs to be someone with a with a cock oh so there's a full-blown cock a a live cock a real it's obviously not it's not been removed from the body (laughs) yeah i mean it's you know all jokes aside it's actually really freaking beautiful i've done them in vancouver and i've done them in I've, i've done them in mexico i had to like you know of course no one in Mexico knew because we're in a Catholic um, yeah. thing. I would do them in a hotel room and it's very, very honoring. So it's around, you know, in the tantric tradition, there's puja. So you have pussy, yoni, they call it yoni, I call it pussy puja and cock puja, but they call it lingam and yoni puja, which is where you're honoring the other person through their genitals. It's really fucking healing. So, so hang on, hang on. I just need to stop you for one second. So a person, let's say Michael, were to contact you and go, Melissa. I need my cock to be honoured. And you go, no worries, mate. I've got an Airbnb 20 minutes down the road. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I, when I was in Vancouver, I was doing that where I would be, you know, the, be a tantric, tantrika is what we call ourselves. And I would, I would, because I teach men how to separate their ejaculation from their orgasm. So I would do tantric massage. I don't do that anymore. Now I, I have it and I've just been speaking. Give about it to me in slang. It's is tantric is tantric massage basically where you toss a guy off and he's not allowed to come. Toss a guy off, isn't it? It's so interesting. Kind of. Sorry, so my terminal I, I yeah, remember yeah. I'm proper Pompey here, you know, so I'm giving yeah, yeah, it to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I totally get it. I totally get it. And the reason I'm laughing and I get it is because I had such an aversion to Tantra for so long. Because I first got introduced to all of this tw- and I'll have to tell you how I learned how to do oh, don't, this. Don't get me wrong, darling. Up. I've got fucking questions. We haven't got to the oh, question chat. <laughs> no. So to put it in your terms, yeah, tantric massage. Um, and the man may not have an erect cock the whole time, but it's also about like you massage the whole body, you're moving blood through the whole body, anger comes up, frustration can come up, tears can come up. It's where they fully receive. Like I'm fully clothed, I'm not naked. Right. This is when I I haven't done this type of massage for a client for years because I've moved on to doing coaching. And I, yeah. you know, so when when my clients come to me, either in partnership or single, you know, I send them videos and I talk about it and I've got PDFs made up on what to do. But it's actually about raising their energy from their pelvis, from their cock, through their body up through their heart so they have brain orgasms third eye orgasms and I know people go that's not real it's fucking real and I know it's real because I have them myself and I used to be the biggest non-believer and I was just go, all oh, this stuff is bullshit this so is let's all, this let's is rewind things. this back mm. <laughs> how and why did you get into this like when oh let's like what yeah. the fuck I fucking I thought it was great that I had one orgasm but if I can have one from a fucking third eye I'll have it from there as well love like I'm, I'm open to any kind of. Orgasm. You can have brain and third eye orgasms. I've had them when I've been in a like in a like the most astounding brain and third eye orgasms. Like the most one of them, I've had a few of them. Um, they've all been really public. I was a I was a demo for a tantric massage for a G spot massage, and I was and turned into an alien and had orgasms up there. But I've also had brain orgasms where I've been in so much pain receiving a massage, like hips are out backs are out and I'm getting reflexology stuff at my foot and it's so painful that I start doing the breath work the might we call it you know it's a microcosmic orbit it's a type of breath and moving the energy even though it's painful through my body and then how it alchemicalizes into you know all of this stuff going on in my brain and third eye well I'm having organ you know I've got people in my kitchen cooking you know my kid has got his friends out in like they're on the balcony of the house and here's my massage therapist like really getting into my foot and I'm screaming with pain then I'm in absolute ecstasy. and you're basically coming over your lasagna <laughs> while your son's out on the balcony playing cards with his mate <laughs> Jesus Christ I want to come to yours this weekend 
shit happens fully clothed. You can imagine what happens when the clothes are off. Oh my so, god, I can't turn on love. <laughs> so how did I get all it? So it's all been in stages. I mean, look, I was raised on the farm in Australia, very Christian background very common and I I say this out loud a lot because we need to really fucking recognize how common it is because the statistics that every country puts out are based on uh, people when this is around sexual abuse women only the statistics they take are those that talk about it which is one one third of it because as we know if we go anywhere to say this has happened to us it's asked to be hushed down it's it's diminished and then if we do get into any space of um, public arena, like at a police station or in a court, we're the ones on the fucking stand, mm-hmm. not the perpetrator. So all of these cities. So I come from that background of sexual abuse, Christian background, told to be quiet, ignored, worst has happened to others, all of that stuff. So that, you know, all of the anger and shut down from that. So my work now has been really inspired by that of like, this is not okay, that in our world today that we still walk through the world where you know everything is about sex except for sex all of the advertising all of our clothing cars job everything and we're all doing everything to emanate something sexual and yet we won't talk about it yeah and we're always and everything around sex is dangerous be careful not if and then all of the laws are at governing women's i mean here i'm in mexico everything that happens up in that's happening in the states at the moment mm-hmm. and the last year you know governing women's where a government governs our bodies we don't have to live in iran yeah. to not have choice about our body like everyone's it's like it's such a fallacy that we're free so that's where my work is born from of just like it's just not okay so and how many to- years ago did you go no fuck this I'm 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 turning this on its head and I'm changing this conversation like how many years ago was that it was I've often say 10 years so it's probably around 11 now 10 to 11 years ago and I remember I was walking across the border from Costa Rica to Nicaragua (laughs) I was doing a border run I remember what I was wearing I, I mean, remember the fuck you are so cool, it hurts. And I'm just Nobody like, I've ever spoken to goes, oh, yeah, my third eye fucking gasm happened while I was going from Costa Rica to Nicaragua on a, on a fucking run. I was being, I was in, these two policemen came up and they're going, let us help you. And I'm like, well, I've got to get into immigration. They're going, no, 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 stay here with your child. They got me a rickshaw. That's what they call them in India. They got me this little buggy. They sat me there, put my luggage there. And the two cops walk off with my passport. They checked me out of Costa Rica. I wasn't there. They checked me into Nicaragua. I wasn't there. They came back with my stamp passport and said, there you go, ma'am. Have an amazing time. And they took me to the bus station. I went, thank you. I just sat with red lipstick. Always my thing, red lipstick. Always wear red lipstick. Why Why does it get you places? Apparently. If I were you- to walk into Asda tomorrow, get a shopping fucking full, a shopping cart full, and I had to go up with red lips, can I go, does this get me the shopping for free? Hello. Have you seen my red lip? <laughs> Melissa from Mexico said it gets you shit. <laughs> it's just it's so amazing because I'm also very aware of like where long as it's not manipulative but where when you as a woman are, are like in it was the first time I got experience when I was when that happened is I got to experience that I felt good about myself I felt safe yeah and I was just shining I was having a lot of fun with my kid and I was excited and I'm like, is that what they mean by feminine energy? Now, these guys didn't want anything from me. I mean, they were policemen. They weren't putting themselves in danger. They weren't. They were just like, because I have a kid, you know, at that stage, he was seven. And we had all of our luggage because we'd left Australia a year before. So I've got I've got life yeah. in four bags. And they're just like, there's no need. Like, you stay there with your child. We'll look after you. Um, and it was just that first time I had that experience. And I went. My system has been so scared to receive a man support me because of, you know, abuse and then not being supported by family, church, all of that stuff. And I went, oh, so if I'm to feel safe in my body, then the world is actually safe. So when I don't feel safe in my body and I'm pissed off and I'm angry and I'm judgmental and it's the first time I got the glimpse. So that's for me when I say that's when I made that decision, I was like, is this what they talk about? Oh, 
And I mean, you know, that lasted that time. And I'm sure net two days later, I'm back into like, oh, yeah, of course, of course, because it's like, oh if God, only life was that fucking easy, you know, we would yeah. all be, we would all be living our best lives. It's very, nothing's linear as my psychologist would say. Yeah, nothing's linear. So that was my first experience because I'd heard all of this. I mean, God for fuck's sake, we lived in Byron Bay. We'd lived in Bondi, you know, I'd lived in Ubud in things. I'd heard all of this stuff, but it felt so foreign to me, even though I was dabbling in that world. I used to make chocolate. I was known to be really sensual. I was known to be really wild, but my wildness and sensuality was kind of like, well, fuck you. Yeah. I'm a scorpion. I'm, I'm a woman. I should be allowed to do this, but that, but not trusting it. So oh my God, that sounds a hundred percent like me. A hundred percent. A like lot me. of women. Yeah. 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 So that, that was that work into me going, wow. Imagine if I lent into this work, but before then, so speaking of men, like teaching them how to separate their orgasm from their ejaculation happened while I was on acid with my Argentinian husband. But wait to the story. Oh, hang yeah. on to your fucking British. I watched, I watched fucking Australian Bake Off and thought, hang on a minute, fucking minute. No, I was on acid with my husband. Of course. When else would you oh, that epiphany come? I married my gorgeous young lover, my gorgeous young Argentinian. I've always had young men. Married my gorgeous young Argentinian lover. We lived in a share house, and one of the girls that lived there was this Kiwi woman. Um, and she she used to come home quite drunk, like in the mornings. Yeah, like she'd come home like really happy, a bit drunk, and she'd have like, I don't know, she'd every now and then she'd have a few bruises on her and da-da-da. And she's going, Yeah, I clean I clean at night, you know, and then we go out to the bars in the morning. So this was going on for about four or five months, and then one I had a van, so we went her and I went on a day trip as girlies up into the mountains. And um, and she told me what she did in the penthouse. So she was in an establishment. But because she she was like the girl next door, she was frumpy. She was just had normal hair. She didn't wear all the makeup. She just wore normal clothes. She was working all the time. But they were doing half an hour bookings, 45-minute bookings, and the longest was an hour. So she was seeing nine to ten clients a night. Oh. So this is what she's telling me. And I'm like going... Right. And and because I'm asking all the questions, do they ejaculate? She goes, Yeah, as soon as they ejaculate, they finish. And I'm like, Well, why don't you not let them ejaculate? And she's like, Well, what do you mean? I went, Oh my God. I said, my, I won't mention his name. You know, my I said, My God, let me, you know, like months ago, six months ago, we took acid and we did and all of this play and we started doing breath work. And I'm because I was a masseuse and I said, my massage, all this stuff. And he doesn't, we can like make love and fuck it for days and he doesn't ejaculate. We work this out on acid. And she's like, Can you teach me? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll teach you. So we go home that night and then I just, I don't think I think I've got a cucumber or something. And when I was massaging, because I used to give her a massage every week. Oh, that was another thing. I couldn't understand how she could afford to get a massage from me weekly. We were students, yeah. you know. So how do you spend $60 a week getting a massage when none of us can hardly pay our rent? And um, so that's how it all came out. So I was massaging her as if she had a cock and I'm like doing all the strokes and getting her to breathe. So she took that to work. They pulled her in and said, are you selling drugs? And she's like, no. Well, they said, well, your bookings have gone from half an hour to three hour and you're getting four hour bookings. Oh, my because God. They had to, because they had to keep extending with her because they hadn't ejaculated. And she's like, no, 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 no. She goes, my hippie housemate has taught me Because <laughs> she wants did acid and how? The owners of the right. penthouse in Pitt Street, Sydney, got me to go in and teach all of the girls how to do it. <laughs> Let's just establish here. You said that you will have sex for days. You're not cocking hole for the whole three days, are you? Because you know, you no, no, no. What is okay? This is another thing. What is sex? Sex is how we satiate our desires, right? How you eat food with one another. The fact that you could feed each other chocolate and then kiss for 25 minutes and nibble each other and just—I mean, look at my body already. Like, I mean, mean, Jesus Christ, I'm getting turned on. And that, yes. that energy that goes up, because I am just thinking about Mr. 38-year-old on Saturday right now when I'm telling you that. He's <laughs> the old guy. <laughs> and that just can explode the heart. Like when we have this energetic energy, let's cultivate it. And this is a cultivation. Anyone can do it because we all have bodies. We have neural pathways. We have genitals we have hearts we have brains we have hypothalamuses it is in everyone and it is a cultivation 
And it is, it's like anything. If you're going to go to the gym, if you're going to become a horse rider, whatever it is, like you are practicing. So the simplest thing, my new thing is telling it because I've always known, but I'm like, do you know what? Breath, you want to have better sex. You want to have more orgasms. You want to kiss better. Just do breath work because of all your nerve endings. Do breath work and then kiss your partner. That's a fucking, if you just do some breath work and then kiss your partner, holy fuck. You know, the problem that I have, Melissa, is Steve. Because I would get the breath work down and then he'd be like, <gasps> and I'd be like, no, Steve, that's not how we do breath work. And it, it, he, he would kill the fucking mood. He doesn't for one second sound like your Argentinian fucking lover. And I love the man. I do. So this is the thing. This is the thing. How the fuck do you get, how do you, because like I'm, I'm quite into holistic versions of, of life, especially in more recent times. I'm really into it. And I love the idea of it. At what point does penis enter whole? I know I'm being because I'm also thinking there are so many women out there and men, because there's a lot of men that listen to this podcast. The men, for, for a start, I guarantee you, they've probably got their cock in hand right now while they're listening to you talk. But in addition to that, they're going, but wh- where, what, how do you, how, where? And also, do you, I've got so many fucking questions here. It's just, it's unreal. I don't even know where to fucking start. I really don't. But like, I think like I'm so fucking intrigued by this idea. Like you, you have a man let's say they are in a relationship and they want to know how to last longer. They want to know how to provide a better sexual experience for their partner. And they come to you, you know, where do you start with that? Where, where does that go? What do you do? Where does that conversation go? What does that look like? Yeah. Such a great question. So if we, let's stay to these, you know, the, the scenarios that you have got, you know, man, woman, woman, man, yeah, heterosexual yeah. relationship. So I'm going to give you, this is, this is the kicker. It's a lot of my work is around education around the female body and the male body and how it works. So mm-hmm. our, and I'm going to, you know, give you all something right now, because this changes the fucking game. Mm-hmm. As we know, men and women are opposite and we always get told that, but when we understand our map of arousal is opposite, so a woman needs to be turned on. Ours is head, heart, then pussy. Our pussies will not open. When is a woman ready? She's ready when she's fucking begging for you and she's pulling you in. A lot of people don't know, but the actual labia and the vag- entrance of the vagina where the U spot and all of this is, that'll open, reach out, and pull the cock in. We've got to change these narratives. A man doesn't push into. He gets pulled in, and he may get pulled so, in by her. So basically what you're saying is it's like a small hand comes out of the vagina and goes, Two of them, baby. When the cock's big enough, you need, oh, I need two hands. Like no. a fucking vortex. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I, I know what you mean, because at the end that. of the day, if you're like half-hearted going into it, and fucking hell, God knows we've all been there, and I'm not saying necessarily to my poor husband who I'm currently with, but... Mm-hmm. In, in, in other situations where I've been like, I'm drier than a nun's chuff right now. And we're trying yeah. to make this work, but there's no denying the fact that the, the vagina so is closed. Is so this is it. Yeah. Pussy says no. And so this is okay. So let's just get some three narratives into place. I think three, our map of arousals are opposite. So a man will be turned, you know, he's like fire. Women are like water. The Taoists mm-hmm. teach this is like a woman you know, she takes a while to warm up, just like you put a big pot of water on boil on the stove. It takes a while. And once she simmers and once she's boiling, she's fucking insatiable. And we can be turned on for days and we're playing. This is that thing of like, what is sex? Sex is how we satiate our desires. Mm-hmm. So we've got to shift our brain away from, well, sex is P and V or P and A or fingers yeah. in it. Like it's, been a, it's like sex is how you kiss with your beloved. So th- this is where I instantly can't stop thinking about, have you watched Sex Education? Do you know Do who you, know, you are right now? You, you are Gillian and fucking Anderson. And everyone said to my son, oh my God, I've seen a show that just like you and your mother. And he goes, oh, don't tell me it's sex education. And so I went to him once when I first heard about it. Oh my God, Alanda. And he goes, yeah, I've watched, I've watched it all. I said, what did you watch it all? When did you know about it? And he goes, people have been telling me about it for ages. I went, oh. <laughs> Sorry, go on, you carry on. Yeah. So if we, if we take 
penetration off the table in understanding that that's not the only thing that is sex. You can, and of course, sex doesn't always equal arousal. It's not always to equal ejaculation. There's so much shame in the world for men that if they yeah. don't have a hard cock, men experience, and men miss out, men experience so much pleasure in soft cock. If they, this is where a man has to look at his darkness. Yeah. This is where he gets to sit on that edge. If he's got soft shot, soft cock in front of his woman or with his woman and he can stay in that fear shame whatever comes up and just be received by her like giving I soft cock fellatio you can fit the whole fucking thing plus the testicles in your mouth do you know how much fun that is instead of just being jabbed at the back of the throat by the end like if men can understand how glorious to be able to engulf their whole cock and their whole tissue and play with them, that there is no end result. This is the result, pleasure, where they get to breathe and they get to just receive and be adored. So then it's the same thing with women. It's like you go towards your woman and she's not ready. Like, she, she, as you know, like with like fucking raising kids, da-da-da, end of the day, and it's like, you know, 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock at night. It's like to nibble your woman's neck and brush her hair and give her a breast massage and like play with her nipples that's still sex and that's still satisfying and that's been held and received and playing and then maybe maybe you know the, the you can like massage your man and like massage his testicles and massage his cock and he can have an ejaculation but it's this thing of going or oh, wanking him off as opposed to let me self-pleasure you let me yeah. honor you so and basically you and what man. you're saying is is like would you say the first step is to avoid this sort of very stereotypical sexual experience of, oh, and it all ends with a hole on the dick. But in actual yeah. fact, what you should start with is self, not self, what well, is self-exploration, but it's also like that place. And I think the biggest issue, because I know there will be so yeah. many women that would be up for that and it would be their male partner with, that would feel so massively threatened by this idea, this ego around having cock and balls in mouth and being like well I'm not hard and like this mm-hmm. like that shame culture around it like that's the biggest that's the biggest hardest that's and like the me, wrong word but do you know what I mean and that is to me that that's our grief we live in a trauma-based culture and that's that thing where everything's about sex for sex so we don't talk about it so there's yeah. all this shame and to receive like for two people to I mean spend you know, like for me, if couples come to me and there's so much disconnect, it's like we're taking penetration off the table. Yeah. Okay. You guys are actually, you know, it's like, well, we want to have more sex. Like we haven't had sex for three months. So let's just make it a container that you're not going to have sex for a month. So it's in your brain. You're not allowed to have sex yeah. allowed or whatever. And we start with love languages. We start with what is your erotic blueprint? Because this is another huge thing. So we live in a culture that is based on the sexual blueprint where if it's visual, um, the toys, cock, uh, vulva, da da da, all of that. Whereas I'm an erotic blueprint coach, and just as there are five live lang- love languages, how we give and receive love, there's five erotic blueprints, which is how your nervous system tries to take to turn on. So energetic. So we have a whole world around tantra, and there's um, you know, tantra is you know is so much more well known now than it used to be. But tantra is based on the energetic blueprint. Then we have the sensual blueprint. And then we have the sexual blueprint, which is what advertising is based on and porn. <laughs> and then we have the kink blueprint. And then we have the shapeshifter. So also a lot of people are, you know, believing there's something wrong with them or broken down. You know, like many women believe there's my libido's low. It's like, yeah. Well, and women, the first question I ask all of my female clients, even when they're in relationship and they come as a couple, I'm like, so when was the last time you had sex that worked for you? And they can't answer it. I'm like, wow. you're low. your body is so shut down because it's just, it hasn't been fucked wide open. You haven't been ejaculating all over the place. You haven't had cervical orgasms. Your body's like, it's not low libido. You don't get what you need. Yeah. And then also too, then, and so, and that is not a thing on their partner. What it is also too, we're not self-exploring. We're not in these realms where we explore ourselves and we have good boundaries or we go on this exploratory. We'll learn how to do Instagram reels. We'll learn how to do all of our business. We'll learn how to do all of the good recipes. Oh my God, our child's gluten-free. So now we're a gluten-free chef, but we don't know about our body. And so we're not sharing. It's not this invitation to our partner. Hey, you know, when you come in the door and do that, 
you know, when you go to kiss me, can you kiss me this? Oh, yes, yes. If you kiss it, oh, my God. And allowing their partner to have all the tools that they need to win. Yeah. Instead, we just got, oh, well, it used to work. And often when we say it used to work, we're also looking at, you know, adrenaline and dopamine. When you first meet a partner, what have you got? Adrenaline, dopamine. You're also like, if we look at archetypes, it's like the maiden, the little girl, the virgin archetype, even though virginity is abroad. But it's all of that where it's like, you're so excited and you've got so much adrenaline that you'll have sex anyway, even if you're not 100% ready, you'll have it at 70% ready. Then you keep on doing that. But what happens for the man is, oh, I know what to do. Oh, I know what to do. Yeah. Oh, I know what to do. This worked. And in the meantime, we're like, well, it worked enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but also, do you know what also works? My spaghetti bolognese, but I don't want to have it every <laughs> night, you know? Yes. We are not raised in a culture that we get told all the time, oh, it's just normal after two years at the intimacy. It's fucking bullshit. That is not normal. That is trauma-based. That is providing us with an arena to spend more money, to Mm -hmm. become more addictive, to, you know, to all of the things that, you know, pharmaceutical companies are trying to sell us um, about women and this. Anyway, this is a huge topic. But if we look at what advertising sells us to fill in Mm -hmm. the gap of connection, do you know what I'm you just, are? You're a sexual architect. I'm a cockologist and a sexual architect. You're welcome. You can take that. Put that Thank on your fucking you. CV. I am gonna try. You are because you are you are taking somebody from the ground up and you are building their foundations. That's that's exactly what you are. Even what you're drinking looks sexy for fuck's sake. What is that? But I love telling you this. This is mint tea, and this mint plant is growing in my garden, which is fertilized by my menstrual blood. <laughs> and I stopped bleeding a year ago. I stopped bleeding a year ago and I've still got and so all of the all of my dirt that I've grown myself from my garden and my That's basically you're like so when people come around and visit your house, you're like, and this dirt has come from my vagina. This is, <laughs> this is would you like some of my See vagina mentally? See that tomato, your issue? <laughs> that was that was one that was once okay. my vaginal juice. <laughs> So I think that what I would like is for this to be split over two episodes, because although it is, she's like, the thing that I loved about Melissa is that she was open to the fact that I took the piss and she could still, like, it was, some of the stuff is heavy, you know, some of the stuff she talks about is heavy. And I think relationships and sex is heavy anyway. Yeah. But I think that the thing that I really enjoyed about her is that she had that ability to be able to laugh at the situation because yeah. even she could appreciate, yeah, I know this is this is wild. Like what I'm saying, some of it is in our culture is yeah crazy. But just really fascinating to have a different perspective that certainly yeah, isn't you know kind of like our own. Do you know what I mean? Like Totally. And like the thing that I really liked about it is I'm like, she's 50, right? Mm-hmm. She looks fucking great for 50, which I know we shouldn't comment on people. Oh, we should just say not 450. Just say she just looks great. She just looks fantastic. Not 450. Age age is just That's a not... concept, yeah, babes. And actually, that is what she says as well. <laughs> oh, there you go. Me and Melissa, mate, I haven't even met her. We're like kindred menstruating. Joined the minge. Min- <laughs> mint ninjas. Mint twins. <laughs> mint twins. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that, she gave me a level of hope going into like my 40s. And I know I'm, you know, and I've said to her, I'm a very sexual person and I'm scared about losing that because obviously that's kind of what we're told in society about women. And she's like, no, you know. So more of that to come next week then. We'll, more of we'll that to come the, next week. Yeah, we'll have the rest but of the we'll next week. You know, because obviously there's potential for that to have been a bit heavy at points. Yeah. Should we, should we have a confession? Oh yeah, let's do a little confession. Go on. Do you want me to read one out? Well, Victoria, what would you like to do, my love? You're the grief-stricken wanker. Um, I've got one. It, this sounds like an invitation for us to have a threesome because it says threesome, question mark, question mark, question mark. Is she inviting us? It. What is it, me? I'm in. You, and, um, I'm in. and this lovely lady. Okay, here we go. Hello, gorgeous ladies. I fucking love you guys. I don't have any girlfriends, all men. Oh, so listening to you girls makes me feel like I have mates. <laughs> nice. We are pseudo-digital mates. My question is, how do I ask my boyfriend for a threesome? 
We've been together for 10 wonderful years. He's my best mate. We don't have children and have an amazing sex life. But basically, I want to shag his mate. Oh, oh. I mean, okay, this is where the line is already blurred between do you want to freeze him or do you just or want, do you to, want fuck to fuck his, his mate? best mate? There's an undeniable sexual tension between us and I am unbearably horny. I can only describe it as I want to be railed and hard, but I want my boyfriend there too. I don't want an open relationship. I just want to be fucked by two men or another woman. I'm not fussy, just horny. Is this a weird request? I hope you ladies can offer some advice before I explode. Keep up the good work. Now, very excitingly, have you heard of limerence before? No. I learned about this. Yeah. Limerence is where you fantasize and obsess about a sexual relationship with somebody and it becomes obsessive, basically. Okay. And that limerence is actually a trauma hang up. Oh. I know. Let me uh, let me quickly read it to you because limerence can feel very much like love and or lust. And lust, but it's yeah. obsession, basically. So uh, what yeah. she's saying is, babes, is that you're obsessed. Yeah. With this one guy. Oh, I don't know, though. Maybe, you know what, when you just, fa- you could say that about every single man I've ever wanted to fuck them. Mate, I say. You know what I mean? Is it all trauma-driven? <laughs> basically. Can you imagine me? I want to fuck you, because I'm traumatized. Uh so it's um, signs of limerence. It can be hard to suss out the signs of limerence since there's a very con- since the very concept of itself usually is seen as a fairy tale and therefore positive in contemporary culture. But knowing the subtle difference between limerence and love can help you enter the right commitments and ensure you're seeing each other the way that you both deserve. According to Depanian. Who the fuck is that? Fuck that bit. Here are a few signs to look out for to indicate if you are falling in limerence and not love. And then, it yeah, it's just basically um, just kind of details it. She oh, might I don't not know be... if it's that, mate. I feel like she just wants to fuck him. Also, 10 years, long time, isn't it? I mean, Can we know. just find out what crystallization is, though? Yeah, go on. According to someone, the next stage of a relationship is the trust-building stage. Here is where limerence begins to fade and the partner faces challenges, disappointments, and determine whether they want to work through the differences, she asserts. The more attuned partners are with one another, the greater their chances of successful relationship. However, with limerence, the next stage is known as crystallization phase. Rejection is avoided at all costs and is more maintaining the intensity and packaging yourself positively to gain their approval. Red flags are transformed into green flags so that you can rationalize any negative behavior. Limerence appears heavily in the form of extreme compulsive thoughts about how you feel about how they feel about you and seeking their affection at all costs. There is a strong desire to keep the honeymoon period alive. Mate, that's my that's my marriage. Oh, I was just going to say, excuse me, that is every single relationship I've ever had, bar Rob, because, you know, the honeymoon's well and truly over for us. <laughs> I'm I'm going I've gone back into the honeymoon period. Yeah, let's not talk about that place. Not right now. Not right now. You've already upset me enough this morning. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think that would ever happen. I didn't think that would ever happen, Victoria. Um I think she needs to have the conversation with her partner, but I'm sorry. To frame it not as oh yeah, by the way, it's this limerence. Wanna, yeah, I no, I want to fuck your best mate. <laughs> Not that, just no. more approaching the idea of having a free. No, but I know that I've definitely had limerence. Yeah, I know that you've had it too. I think you have it with every single person that you meet. I'm like, oh my God, I want to fuck their brains out. Oh my God, can it apply to friendships too? Because you do it to them as well. Oh, don't. Oh, don't. This is what hurts, guys. I'm not looking at her right now because I'm looking at you. Because the thing that hurts the most, and I'm going to look directly in the camera, but I'm not looking at Victoria oh anymore. The thing that hurts most in this whole situation is she doesn't love me as much as I love her. Well, no, but as long as you love me and it's not liberant, then we're all right, aren't we? Because I love well, you. no, because I, I don't put you on a pedestal. Well, there you go then. We're you never right. fucking listen to any we of my <laughs> advice and I acknowledge that. If I ever give that girl... Any form of advice, she'll go, yeah, but that doesn't apply to me. Six months later, what's she doing? <laughs> Fucking advice I gave her. You think I don't see it, bitch? I that, see That's it. how true friendship works. <laughs> you reject the ones that are closest to you. <laughs> Great. I mean, that's terrible. That's absolutely not how friendship works. Don't listen to me. Well, that's basically what you're doing to me. So, <laughs> But I'm still there. I'm not actually rejecting I'm you. I'm still there, but <laughs> the I know idea. that's Laura. 
<laughs> we, we've accepted that we're equally as unhinged. God, it's this fine. has gone down a dark hole. What would Melissa it? say? She'd say, Go bleed on it. some fucking basil. Bleed on some mint and ask it. Ask it for the answer. It will give it to you. It will speak. It, it will speak us the truth. When the full moon is lit oh and God. your vagina is open to the cock and is in sync with the stars and the moon. Yeah. There you go. So that's, that's the you answer. Got, that's, that's all you've got to do. Um, I really hope that helps. Girl, threesome girl. No, seriously, I do. I think you're 100% true and right in the fact that you you just need to say uh, it's a difficult conversation and it's a scary one because he could there's rejection and shame around all of that, isn't there? Mm. But the reality is, what if he would go, all right then? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he might do I that. I wouldn't be able, I, personally, I wouldn't be able to have a threesome with someone that closely connected to my life because the realistic reality is you wouldn't then be able to separate. I don't think you would be able to continue that friendship in the same way. No, I, I, I think it would be very It difficult. would be a bit awkward, wouldn't it? But people yeah. do it, so, you know. It happens. Shit happens, It does happen right? to, for other people at work. Well, yeah, look at that couple, the girl who had the girl come on to her at work and then they ended up having a threesome yeah. and they, I don't go. think they had a friendship, though. No. This and is it's, it's his mate, isn't it? And she's his the one mate. that's suggesting it. But I suppose it'd be like, just open up the conversation around threesomes and then once you feel comfortable with that, then you can throw in the, oh, if he says, well, who would you want to have it with? Oh, yes. They'd be like, oh my God, Jeff. You know, yeah. immediately be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Have you, have you thought about anybody? Yeah, exactly. But also like the fact that she's open to anybody, maybe she should start like with, with I would like to do it with a stranger. Yeah. And then see where that leads. Because if she's like, yeah, I want to do it with him, but actually I'd happily do it with anyone. Do it with anyone first then. Oh, I, I would, so. I would honest to God do it with someone that you didn't know. So then off, work yeah. out whether the dynamic works of you having a threesome, whether you're okay with it, whether he's okay with it. But starting off with a friendship, I think you're just, you're, you're kicking the cock. Trouble. You're kicking the cock in there. Yeah, it might just backfire, mightn't it? I think it would backfire, yeah. So oh, take Jeff. I, I would say, Melissa would say, take Jeff off the table mm-hmm. and bring in Cassandra and see how you get on with her. Cassandra from Tinder, I don't know. It'll be fine. Shoot from like Fab Swingers, whatever just, it just might test, be. Just test it out, test it out first, test yeah. the waters. Like at the end of the day, when you've run a hot bath, you don't jump straight in. No. You put your hand in to make sure that you've got the right level of cold. And then you adjust the temperature. And you adjust, and I feel like... I don't know how that relates to this sort of situation, but I because, like the, the, the sort of Because if you're jumping analogy. into a hot bath, you are going for Jeff, and you have All absolutely right. no idea if you're going to get burnt or not. Okay, there you go. Good, Good. God, that was fantastic. Explained it to me. Sometimes I hurt myself <laughs> with how great I am. Um, so if you want to send Would you ever any... want a threesome no. with Rob? No, no, we've already talked about this. Yeah, I could do. I, I just, it, it's weird, isn't it? It's just See, a flat I just couldn't no. imagine it. No. Steve would be awful. If I did, it would have to be a man. Definitely not a woman. Really? Oh, I'd be a woman. Yeah. Obvious. Actually, it's not obvious anymore. But I, if I were to have a man, I don't want all the I don't want all the holes infiltrated. You know. Yeah, that's fine. You can work it out, can't you? You can come to some sort of threesome arrangement. But I think I it's don't know more how you do that. that. I wouldn't want to see. He wouldn't be interested be in with a man, and I and I don't. I wouldn't want to see him with another woman. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. But I, I know of people who the partner watches as the two women. Also, I'm not interested in flange, am I? I know. I think I've. It would be a logistical nightmare, realistically, for me. So it's it's a, it's a firm no. It's a hot. It's a hot no. I've said to Steve before. I was like, "What do you think you'd be like in a threesome?" He was like, "Floppy, very floppy." Yeah, that would same. be. Like a bit of wet spaghetti just hanging there, and yeah. you'd be you'd pressure. be tugging Jesus on it Christ. like an absolute fucking trojan. Yeah. There would be nothing going on there. No, and I just... can honestly say that doesn't really appeal to me. No, I, I feel like there'd just be tears. That's so from somebody. Yeah, Steve. That's, it's not for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely for Rob. Um, right. So if you want to send us any confessions, any stories, anything, you can email us noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can I do, Laura? They can go on over to our Instagram page and they can slide on into our DMs. And every week I put up something that says confessions time in stories. And you can just pop in the box your little confession and it will either get read out or it fucking won't. Um, Two bits of news. There's still tickets to our show, right? 
Yes, I believe so. so the afternoon have, sesh. We've got a second show that's been put on. Um, because first one fucking sold out in like two seconds. first one sold out. So we've got another show. If you want to go buy a ticket, we're having a live podcast um, show in that November. It is not being recorded. So being whatever recorded. comes out there, what happens in that room stays in that room. Um, and it's at 11 o'clock, I believe, isn't it? It's at a funny time. On a Sunday, maybe. It is 11 until 12 on Sunday, the 5th of November. November, November, the 5th of November. November. Gunpowder, treason it, and plot. There you go. If there ever should be Bally a time bong where... Bunny bonbons and tits and minge. <laughs> Please join. Um, so we can get... Well, we can get the tickets from our um, yeah, you go Instagram on page, can't you? Yeah. And you can find the link there for the extra date. Lovely. And also, we have added some new toys to the um, sex Woo-hoo. toy shop. Woo-hoo. We've got some dildos on there, like actual dildos. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not the size of your forearm. We decided against those. Oh, it was um, tempting. Sadly, it, it was, was tempting. tempting. But just two. There's two dildos on there, five inch or six inch. So, you know, ease yourself in nice and like a jelly. Exactly. Oh my God. What was the, that? That is the loudest bee I've ever heard in my whole life. I just saw it literally yeah, fucking block out your panic doorway. Attack behind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that's it then, isn't it? All right, love you, bye. Fuck right, off we'll now. See you. See you next Tuesday. Bye. See ya.